does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Welcome in, Indiana Sports Talk Network, Indiana. Hope you're having a great Friday night. Thanks for joining us. Derek Schultz filling in for the coach, Bob Lovell, and we've got Eddie Garrison standing by at the update desk. Plenty to get to on this beautiful summer Friday night in Indiana. With you and Kylan Talley tonight here in downtown Indianapolis where we have some IHSAA Boys Baseball State Finals going on. One in the books, Ileana Christian in Class 2A captures the state championship. Uh, they defeat Covenant Christian 3 to nothing today. And going on right now, the Andrean 59ers and Silver Creek. And Silver Creek is leading that one 3-1. to one. That is in the bottom of the fourth inning. Major League Baseball, the New York Mets top the St. Louis Cardinals. This just going final oh, about 20 minutes or so ago. 6-1 final advantage Mets. They jumped out ahead early, scored three in the bottom of the first, and St. Louis just never really able to muster up any offense. They're in the middle of the sixth in Houston. The Reds and the Astros with a bunch of donuts. Only five hits between the two teams. The Reds with two. Kyle Tucker, one of three Astros with the hit on the Houston side of things. The Minnesota Twins and the Detroit Tigers, they are just completing the halfway point. 6-1 advantage for the Tigers. They won yesterday 8-4. They have picked up their offensive numbers as of late after snapping that seven-game win streak earlier this week. Coming up at 940, the Cleveland Guardians and the Arizona Diamondbacks. And then at 10-10, the Seattle Mariners and the Chicago White Sox begin a three-game series. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Between last week and now, you guys must be sick of me. This is three straight nights on Indiana Sports Talk here on Network Indiana. Derek Schultz filling in for the Hall of Famer, Bob Lovell. Appreciate you making us a part of your Friday night. Thanks to Eddie Garrison. Great on the update desk as well. Always appreciate the contributions of Kylan Talley as well, running the board tonight, making sure our signal gets to you all over the great state of Indiana. And kind of like last week, I, I feel like summertime in Indiana, things start to slow down sports calendar wise, but we've got a lot cooking tonight. Not too far from here at Victory Field, day one of the IHSAA State Baseball Finals going on. We've already got one game final, as Eddie mentioned. Uh, Ileana Christian repeating as 2A state champion, knocking off Covenant Christian 3 nothing. So congratulations to Ileana Christian for that. And Andrean looking to keep things rolling as a defending champ against Silver Creek. Uh, Andrean chasing their record-extending ninth, nine of them, baseball titles while Silver Creek is playing for number one. We'll keep you abreast of what's going on. Not too far from here, from the flagship, 93.5107.5 and WIBC here in downtown Indianapolis. And then night two tomorrow, uh, two more games, the second half of the four in Class A, you've got LCC, kind of like Andrean, another power on that level. They are also playing for their ninth nine crowns, and they are the defending state champs. They're taking on Bar Reeve, a great season for Bar Reeve, 29 and three this year, aiming for their first baseball state championship. And then in 4A, Penn's looking to make it a softball baseball sweep. The girls stunned Ron Colley last week to win the state championship, their first crown since 99, and they are taking on Center Grove. So trying to go two for two, not only in baseball and softball, but two for two in knocking off Southside teams, I guess, in the in the 4A state championship game. Um, the Trojans making their first appearance. A great story for Center Grove. Indy Star actually had a write-up about them today, if you, if you want to check that out. But 
a beautiful, beautiful night for baseball. In fact, this this almost feels like a uh, a late regular season kind of night for baseball. I, I threw on the uh, a hoodie tonight, and this morning I was driving my my six year old to summer camp, and it was like fifty degrees and felt a lot more like spring than it did summer so it's got to be beautiful for the folks over at victory field i know we're getting some of the canadian wildfire nonsense kind of blowing down here so the air quality is not great not what you're used to on a, on a really pretty summer night but it's always a great night to be at victory field um soaking in all the baseball uh in the ihsa state baseball finals a couple other headlines to get to uh the colts wrapping up minicamp this week they are all donezo until they start in westfield so this is really the NFL's become a 24-7, pretty much like a 365, I guess you could say 345-day thing because for the next three, four, five, six weeks, it's, it's honestly the only time that you don't hear a lot about the NFL. Or even if you're hearing about it, there's not really a lot going on. It's kind of the only dead period of the entire calendar year. But an up-and-down minicamp for Anthony Richardson, we're going to talk about that. I also want to talk about what I think is going to be the prevailing storyline of training camp, and that's the contract situation for star running back Jonathan Taylor. So we'll get into that coming up a little bit later on in the show. And and I think my opinion on this is going to, at least from what I've gathered on Twitter and elsewhere and some of the podcasts that I've listened to, I think, and I'm not looking to be contrarian, I just think that my opinion is going to differ a little bit, and it really has nothing to do with Jonathan Taylor. It has a lot to do with just running backs in general. Um, Indiana Fever, give it up for them. They've won back-to-back games for the first time since May of 22. Far, far more competitive this year. You, you can see signs that they're starting to turn this thing around. Uh, four and six now on the year. They are above three other teams in the league. That's after being kind of a basement dweller these past five or six seasons. And the impact of Aaliyah Boston, um, you know, what she's been able to do so far is the number one overall pick in her rookie season. She's been fantastic. And Christina Sides coming in, and, and it feels like the team is really responding to her. There's a lot to like about what we're seeing right now with the Indiana Fever. They've got a home game tomorrow against Atlanta. Father's Day, uh, 4 p.m. tip as they look to kind of climb their way back to 500 here in the early portion of the season. But encouraging early returns so far from Leah Boston and the Indiana Fever as they move their record to 4-6. and six. Crown two champions this week. Since we last talked, um, it was kind of a fait accompli. I hosted the show on Friday, I think, when it was game four. And Denver was about to take a 3-1 lead, so you knew that that was happening, but the Nuggets first-time champs and the Las Vegas Golden Knights in the NHL first-time champs. We'll talk some NBA, especially with this being um, NBA draft week later this week. Um, we probably won't talk NHL on the show because I, I'll just admit that I don't follow it. I, I, I can't name a Las Vegas Golden Knight, much less multiple Las Vegas Golden Knights. So I'm not the guy that you want when it comes to NHL. And Michael Jordan, he's out of the NBA. Finally, for some people. I don't know. I'm like the only anti-Jordan person that exists, I think. We'll talk about that coming up on Indiana Sports Talk as well. Still plenty to get to. More updates from Eddie and more guests to come. Indiana Sports Talk, Network Indiana. Don't go anywhere. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com 
and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back. Indiana Sports Talk Network, Indiana. I'm Derek Schultz. Kylan Talley on the board and Eddie Garrison on the updates tonight from our flagship, 93.5107.5 The Fan and WIBC here on Network Indiana, even though if you happen to be in Indianapolis right now, on The Fan at least, you're hearing the IHSAA State Baseball Finals, Game 2, that one going on as we speak right now. The very talented John Herrick, a frequent guest on this show, on the call as Andrean is taking on Silver Creek uh, over at Victory Field as the Indians out of town. We hope to hear from Howard Kelman tonight, as we usually do on this show. Um, Brendan King, I know, is handling some of the broadcast duties for the games tomorrow. Um, so potentially we'll hear from Brendan tonight. Jimmy Cook, who was on the call on the Ron Colley radio network of uh, their heartbreaking defeat last week, is going to join us. And he is going to be in just the, the foulest mood because the Yankees are losing to the Red Sox right now like 24-2 to or <laughs> whatever it is. I, I don't even know. Um, Eddie came in here right before we started and I like Jimmy, I'm a Yankee fan, but I'm not, I'm I'm like one of those like real Yankee fans where, um, I grew up around there. So like, I, I think I'm allowed to be a Yankee fan if I'm a Knicks fan, right? Jimmy's generation is like, oh, I like the, uh, Chiefs and I like the Yankees and I like the Villanova, You, you know, like, okay, root for whoever you want to root for i guess i i guess i don't have a problem with it and i don't want to be like back in my day guy but now being a curmudgeon 40 year old man back when i was a kid you essentially grew up with the teams that were where you grew up <laughs> you know so uh, connecticut was weird for me because it was a, a dividing line of, of sorts with boston and also there are a ton of new york teams so i had friends that were like mets and jets fans and I had friends that were Sox and Celtics fans, and I was Yankee, Yankees, Giants, Knicks. Those were the three teams that I had. I'm not even going to get into the hockey stuff because we had the Whalers when I was a kid, and um, that was even more kind of convoluted there. But um, Jimmy and I both in the same boat. Watching the Yankees get kicked around by the Red Sox is is not fun. So Jimmy, usually a, a gregarious guy, a fun guy, a nice guy, probably not going to be in the best mood. But we'll talk about some of these um, – the headline rundown that I had there, um, notably the stuff involving the Colts and as they wrap up minicamp and Anthony Richardson and Jonathan Taylor and some of the other things going on there with Jimmy Cook coming up a little bit later on in the show. And then we'll probably have some unexpected guests as well because that's what's kind of fun. What I always enjoy about Indiana Sports Talk, and I, I know Coach Lovell probably feels the same way, is that the beauty of it is that you never really know who's going to call. Um, now, when he's hosting the show and it's in season and you have boys basketball, girls basketball or football or whatever else going on, and you have all these coaches that are calling in. It's a little bit different than when it's the dog days of summer like this. And the only IHSAA sanctioned sport that's happening right now is baseball. And there's one game going and we're not going to hear from any of the coaches. I don't think at least from Andre and or from Silver Creek after tonight's game. But I kind of like being surprised, like if it's Kylan or if it's, you know, Graham or whoever else has been kind of running the board here on IST and they just get in my ear. I'll give you like a little peek behind the curtain here. They just tell you over your ear and it doesn't go over the air. Hey, you know, Brennan King's calling. Howard Coleman's calling. You know, I, I, I had no idea John Herrick was going to call last week and we talked about um, the ultimate disc league for five, seven, eight minutes and then IU football. 
So that's what's fun. It kind of keeps you on my toes. I, I like not necessarily being prepared for who might call. It's like the mystery bat phone here on Indiana Sports Talk, which is, I don't know, something kind of quirky and fun and something that I kind of always enjoy about doing this show. Um, we've got another update to get to from Eddie Garrison, which we're going to touch on here in just a second. When we come back, um, Jonathan Taylor and his contract situation. And I want to talk about Anthony Richardson as well, because the thing about the NFL obsessive news cycle, like I kind of mentioned in the first segment, is that we just get so worked up over the good and bad of what's happening because it's the only thing happening. And, and that's all we have to react to is, oh my God, he looks good. Oh my God, he looks bad. And I think everyone just needs to just kind of relax, just chill. <laughs> Just take it easy. Everything's going to be fine. Eddie Garrison's got you covered from the update desk. Some Colts talk when we return on Indiana Sports Talk Network Indiana. Leading me right into my scoreboard update because I was talking about or going to talk about Jonathan Taylor and his contract talks. Well, what's the running back say? Hopefully, uh, we definitely have have approached uh, just hopefully that they can see the value. Hopefully that we can explain the value and not that it needs explanation. But we just want to be here, like I said, to help the team, to help the community and and uplift the community and. You know, you will see where things goes, but, you know, it's kind of on them right now. But, you know, we'll continue to work each and every single day. Now, this is such a big talking point right now because Taylor is entering the final year of his rookie contract. And since he was a second-round pick, he does not get the fifth-year option on that rookie contract. But he still wants to retire as a Colt, however. And, and you know, you look at you look at the past and guys who have shown, you know, their value on and off the field, you know, tend to stay here. I mean, my goal, uh, once I first season after I got drafted, I'm like, I want to retire Colt. Um, so hopefully the organization sees that the same. This is the best time for the Indianapolis Colts and Taylor and his representatives to get a contract figured out because the team is off for the next five-ish, maybe six weeks until training camp. That will be at the end of July. And Major League Baseball, there's finally a score in Cincinnati between, or not Cincinnati, but between the Cincinnati Reds and Houston Astros. This is in Texas. It's one nothing Cincinnati now. Tyler Stevenson goes yard in the top of the seventh inning. It's now one nothing in favor of the Reds. Coming up just after Ten o'clock, the Chicago White Sox and the Seattle Mariners. That's at ten ten. And of course, earlier today, the Chicago Cubs they defeat the Baltimore Orioles ten to three. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. So the Colts are all done until Westfield in July in training camp and a new season. Thank goodness for that. It'll be right around the corner. We could officially put the 2022 disaster behind us. And there's a lot of excitement and there's a lot of optimism around that. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that the Colts, really for the first time in their history, at least in Indianapolis, have a rookie quarterback that, I, I well, I guess I shouldn't say in their history because, yes, Jeff George was the number one overall pick and they, they traded for him. I, I don't know if Jeff George was viewed as a can't miss. The last two times that the Colts did this, and they brought in a rookie quarterback. It was a guy that had a, a very low probability of failing. You know, Peyton Manning had a, a very low probability of failing. Andrew Luck had a very low probability of failing. You always have to be open to that because there really is no such thing as a can't miss. There's no such thing. But those two were about as close to can't miss as possible. This is the first time what the Colts have done here with Anthony Richardson that they've invested heavily in and used a, a high-level pick. You know, I'm not talking 
Sam Ellinger or or guys like that. That that's not that's not an investment. That's not a risk. That's a flyer. It's different. So the Colts have had young quarterbacks that they've just kind of thrown in there before, but n- not in this situation where you're asking somebody to come in who has never taken an NFL snap before to be your franchise quarterback. And that's exactly what they're doing here with Anthony Richardson. So minicamp is about what you would expect for a 21-year-old, a new 21-year-old, who has started uh, 16 collegiate games. That's what you would expect. An up and down, room for improvement, minicamp. Some of the stuff that you saw from Anthony Richardson reminded you of why the Colts fell in love with him during the draft process. Some of what you saw from Anthony Richardson reminded you of why he didn't go number one or why this was a quarterback class that didn't really have a can't-miss guy. Because I don't know if people would say that about Bryce Young. I wouldn't say that about Bryce Young, especially with the size. You know, if Bryce Young was 6'4", then I think he'd be can't-miss. And you wouldn't say that about Stroud. And you wouldn't say that about Richardson. So I'm going through and and reading up on what people are saying about Anthony Richardson, and then I'm going through and listening to what people are saying, and then you know Twitter and social media, and then then all of that as well. And I'm thinking to myself, guys, it's it's June 16th. Like, let's just relax a little bit here. There's going to be a lot of development and a lot of growth and. You're just going to have to kind of roll with it um, and build it up. And I don't think this is a fan base that is used to that. You know, clearly this fan base has been patient because Chris Bauer's still here. Right? You know, would Chris Bauer still be running an organization in New York with this track record? Would he still be running an organization in Chicago? With this track record, I think the answer to that is emphatically no. In fact, I think most people still really like Chris Boward. And I'm not even, you know, I'm, I'm not pro or anti-Boward. I'm just kind of pointing it out that you know, fans here are very patient. But what they haven't had to deal with before is throwing out a, a Hail Mary at a franchise quarterback because every time they've extended themselves like this and they've been bad, they've immediately gotten good again. You know, the difference between the Colts and a lot of other NFL franchises is that for most of this fan base, like if you're, um, you know, Kylan's age right now, a newly minted UND grad, if you're 22 years old and you're a Colts fan, that means your first memories of the Colts were when you were like five, six, seven years old and they were contending for Super Bowls every year. So in your lifetime, if you're 22 years old, the Colts have had two or three, I should say, bad seasons. 2011 with Peyton Manning's neck, and they had to start the three quarterbacks, starting with Kerry Collins. I won't rehash that entire season. 2017, Andrew Luck missing the full season. And last year, that's it. You've had three bad seasons. And in the previous two seasons... When you've been bad, the next year, the Colts have immediately been good again. Immediately. 2011, 2-14, they followed that with an 11-win season. They go to the playoffs. Andrew Luck's rookie year. 2017, 
Luck's hurt. They're four and twelve. They're a disaster. Remember the Scott Tolzien game in LA? Let's never talk about that again. I just did. I'm sorry. <laughs> Twenty eighteen, Luck is back. Ten and six. They destroy Houston. Their last playoff win, sadly, January of 2018. Go to Arrowhead and lose, but who cares? It's a great season. Come back from one and five, run it all the way to the playoffs. The Colts haven't had any prolonged poor stretches here. You know, when Colts fans kind of complained to me about, oh, well, yeah, yeah, we've we've been through it before. No, you haven't. You haven't been through anything. Browns fans have been through it. Bears fans have been through it. Washington fans have been through it. Jets fans, those are the fan bases that have been through it. You guys haven't been through it? Four bad months? Four bad months isn't anything. Who cares? Who cares about 2011? You, you, you struggled for 16 weeks. So what? And you have the number one pick in your back pocket and a generational prospect. And even in 17, 17 was awful, right? It was Chuck Pagano's final year. They gassed him out. Like, it, it was a rough year. I'm not going to lie. But you still knew that you had Andrew Luck kind of coming back here. Now, even though everyone is excited about Anthony Richardson and excited about turning the page and, and building this up the right way, instead of doing the veteran Band-Aids and going, you know, Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan, instead of doing all this nonsense, building it back up the right way. People are excited about that, and they should be. There's a lot of reason for optimism and excitement. It's, it's new, it's fresh, it's different. It's fun, right? It's, it's fun to dream and that's kind of where Colts fans are right now. But this is the first time, again, if you're 22, if you're a young Colts fan, this is the first time where there's really kind of been uncertainty about where this is going to go. Because as excited and as optimistic as I am, there's an equal chance here that the Colts could not sniff the playoffs for three, four, five years. And they're drafting another quarterback with a top five pick three years from now. I don't know. And that's kind of a scary thought. Sorry, I didn't mean to leave it there. We'll come back and talk more Colts, I promise. And maybe more happy, optimistic things. The Jonathan Taylor contract situation, we'll get to that next hour. It's Indiana Sports Talk, Network Indiana.